0: Inspirado projecto, this is me, Professor, or should I say, Captain Picard, from Police Academy, or you may know me from Punky Brewster. Anyways, I want to say, I've had many, many... Many messages come, but none as delightful as the one I received from Inspirado Projecto. Thank you, and have many, many good days.
1: filled with gratitude 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 I am filled with gratitude attitude attitude I've passed the gratitude platitude platitude I'm Gratitude, latitude, latitude Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude here in the park of your imagination, Asian, 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 on Inspirado Projecto Radio. La radio, monsieur. La radio, mademoiselle. La radio, monsieur. Quelle heure est-il, monsieur La radio, mesdemoiselles, la radio, monsieur, mon merci beaucoup, merci
0: beaucoup.
1: This is a very, very important update here. I want to notify you of this Mr. Sketch scented. Uh, Twelve scented markers. Here it looks like there are one. Two, Eleven. Yellow. Yellow's the missing culprit. Yellow's the missing culprit. Which is banana. Now... We're gonna go through each of these. This is purple. I would normally go Roy G. Biv right through the ROYGBIV the color scheme. Uh, however, we're gonna do this instead. Hmm. Can you smell it? Grape. Purple. Grape. Look at something the color purple. If you're next to purple, look at it and imagine grape. Mmm, this is grape, wow, mmm, like a cold, like a cold grape, Kool-Aid, on a hot summer day, put out in a sprinkler, Did any of you do that, grown up, look at this one, here we go, ooh, that's apple, that's like a, that's an apple green. green hmm that's a green apple wow that's uh like a candy candy apple kind of taste perhaps something you taste in a jolly rancher this one is light blue we're gonna see what this one Mmm, is that blueberry? Where is that? What is that? Mmm. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Oh boy. This thing has a smellometer on the front, and they are not kidding. Well, the blue one is the blue one. I'm gonna have to cheat. It is blueberry. Well then there's a blue one in there. Wait, this one light b- there's this light blue. And there's a darker blue. I'm trying to, to try to trick. Whoops, 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 What are you guys doing? This smells like blueberry. Wow, This smells just like blueberry. Oh man, that's good. Oh, it's fruit punch, maybe it's fruit punch. Maybe this is fruit punch, this is fruit punch. It is, oh geez. okay, hold on now. I gotta smell the blueberry now. I've been duped, you know? Sometimes you just can't trust your own senses. There's blueberry. Wait, is that what is that? No, that's is that grape? No, that's purple. Is that blue? What the heck? What? I already smelled the purple. Wait, yeah, this purple. This is blue. Yeah, yeah, this blue. Wow, that is. Oh my gosh, look at something blue. We're kind of like a royal blue. Oh my gosh, that is just. Oh, boy. That smells so good. It smells so good. But now we're going to go back to the fruit punch one. Light blue. Yeah, I could smell that. It's interesting that it's a light blue, isn't it? Like a fruit punch. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I see it. I see it. I smell it. I smell it. I can taste it in my old factories. In ye old factories... We're going to go straight to brown. Ooh. Well, that's a good one. One might think brown would be chocolate, right? Or maybe you wouldn't think that. Would I? I would. I would not think it was chocolate. What do you think the scent is? Hmm. I would say it's Wow. This one's cinnamon. Mmm. And they also I think a good scent would be caramel. We were brought up saying caramel, and then we started saying caramel. is a joke, and now we really say it. We've always loved playing with words. Cinnamon. Ooh, here we go. Black one, black licorice on its way. This is like the candy-fied, candy-fied version of a of black licorice. candified. It's quite candified. fied Whoops. Whoops, I just got my nose. But it washes easy, so what am I complaining about? It washes easy. Whoops. The man with freckles on his nose. Excuse me, sir. How'd you uh, get freckles on your nose? Well... Smelling my markers. Looks like you got whiskers on your nose. Who's to say I don't go grow beards on my nose? Enter beard cut. I win a lot of money at those beard competitions, all because of this nose. I'll tell you right now. I win the big bucks. Oh my gosh, that black licorice! I never want to stop smelling that. Okay. They gotta have black licorice uh, cologne fragrance. If you happen to know anyone who makes black licorice fragrance. Please guide them towards me. Guides me guides me to them. Oh, is that watermelon? Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, my gosh. That is a Jolly Rancher watermelon. It's like a bubblicious kind of watermelon. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I can picture the gum now. The outside has the green, and then the inside is the red. I loved it when they did that. Oh, my gosh, this smells so good. Oh my gosh, man! I'm so glad I took time out to tell you this news. This news break. Yes, my goodness, this is big time. Okay, so this one's a pink one. What? Wait a second. What's this? Raspberry? Yeah. Yeah. R. Ra- raspberry. What? What's going on here? We're like three pinks in here. What? What are you guys doing? To me? There's a pink one. There's two. There's two pink ones. There's a. Oh, now that. Okay, that's. That's watermelon. It's supposed to be raspberry, I think. Raspberry. <sighs> there one. I could smell a little bit. I could smell a little bit. I'll be honest. I'll be. You know. I'll be frank here. Oh, that watermelon, wow, 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 soey, yowza, that is a, that is a good one, that is a good one, okay, here we go, orange, mmm, orange, you're glad I didn't say banana, do you know why, because the yellow one, the banana one, is missing, now this package shows a lightning bug, his tail is glowing, he, he looks sleepy, and he's carrying an apple on his shoulder. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. So We're down to a red. This one, guess what, Which one was this going to be? You guessed a cherry. Some might even say stra- strawberry. I could definitely smell strawberry within the cherry, but it's maybe that's just a. Ooh, what about a drink? Have have we ever have we ever tasted that before? Strawberry cherry drink. I don't know if I've ever tasted that. I've tasted sort of like a limeade concoction, which which was uh, lemonade, and ch- it tasted like cherry, I think. Was it cherry? Yeah. It tasted so good. Oh, I never wanted to stop drinking it. There's one that was like raspberry, too. This is so good. This cherry one is so good. If you guys like smelling stuff, Jerry, get yourself some scented markers and go on this exploration with me right Once you get these markers, you know, a wise man once said, John Garside once said, Inspirato Projecto has replay value. So, I take his word for it. Wait, is this Apple? What am I doing? My nose is... What was I smelling before? Don't tell me that was the mint. Is that the mint? Is that what... Was I... No. That was mint? Please don't tell me I smelled that. Mint. I had to have said mint, right? There's no way I would have said apple. Did I say apple? Did I already say apple? Wow. This apple smells so good. I didn't say apple already. Did I? It's getting late here. Getting late here. I'm going through the Bloody Bobby footage. I finally uh, downloaded it onto my computer. However, this is what we're calling a, a moment of distraction. Now, good, this is great. I just found a purple one. Wait, did we just. Oh my god, that grape is. Oh, jeez, that. Oh, man. That's like. Oh, man. So good. Cherry, right? Oh, man, that cherry is so good. Actually, I'm going to hold a cherry up and then this blue one. What was that blue one? Fruit punch. Oh, my god. Oh, boy. Oh. Wow. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Wow. Well, I smell these markers. Yikes. they really, uh... that really meant a lot to me, so thank you for that. Um. Speak and spell. Spell. Thank you. T H A N K Y O U, you are correct.
0: I think I'm listening to Inspirato Projecto. Once again, you are listening to Man Behind the Machine. It so he, yes. he, he was wonderful that he looked like the part, and we had that running rampant for four years. And uh, Susan Brownmeller, the writer, was following us around as a reporter back in the 60s, trying to find out what's going on, what's going on. Pete Campbell, another reporter in those days, you know, he's the guy, the guy who went out with Jacqueline Kennedy for a while and so forth. Uh, they were trying to find out what's underneath this group that wants to put horses in or into shorts and and uh, jumpsuits on cats, and moo-moos on cows, if you'll pardon the pun. But, you know, we we just, it was all straight-faced, and it was really a, a campaign to, to protest censorship. If, if we're going to ban books and records and films and other such views, uh, why not ban naked animals? They're running around. How can you explain to a two- or three-year-old child why Rover the dog is naked and your family is wearing clothes? You can't, so he or she grows up with a double standard and they. You know, turn into all kinds of criminals and stuff like that. We got great right. mileage out of that. Walter Carkeith gave us the biggest boost ever. You know, when he interviewed Buck Henry uh, as G. Clifford Proud, that was his stage name for the head of the group. Oh yeah. Uh, he's played. A, uh, Buck was playing the ukulele and singing the Sina S I N A marching song, and full seven minutes on the CBS network, and that was seen by millions of people. In fact, when Walter went to his grave, unfortunately, he carried that chip on his shoulder. He told a friend of a friend who was a friend of Buck's, and I heard back that Walter, after years and years of that happening, which was the early 60s, he was still angry with Buck and me for having pulled that stunt on him. But he wasn't mad at Hitler or Mussolini or Quesopi <laughs> or Castro, but he was mad at us because he got fooled about the campaign's clothes Naked Out. But that did so a like chip on his shoulder. Still stayed there. Poor Walter. Rich Walter, you know. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you're a lot, uh, You but yeah. even my grandpa, my dad, was telling me about that because I told him, this was a long time ago, he lived in Buena Park, California, and he was reading about it in the newspaper that uh, somebody wanted to call the animals, and this was around that time, too, the 60s, it had to have been you, and he was sipping his coffee, and you know, he was an old school truck driver, you know, he, he didn't, didn't know it was a prank, and he went, he read it and he just went, "Oh, brother!" and rolled his eyes. And he told my dad about that. My dad still remembers that. It's pretty cool. You you even pranked my grandpa. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people, you know. We uh, I have all of my memorabilia in 160 boxes, storage boxes. So I'm looking in the other room right now. They're all stacked up. I go through one box at a time, but all the memories that I find is all the treasures. I pull letters to the editor hundreds of letters and literally thousands of newspaper articles. The San Francisco Chronicle had banner headlines about you know, going to the zoo and finding all those naked animals and they should be clothed and they, they ran those headlines for a whole week. And it's just crazy. People went crazy. The cartoonists had a field day of course.
1: You get a load of this, by the way, you are listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio. Okay, we just brewed up some uh, ozonated water. Let's put it in there for another 20 minutes. But no, this time, a little bit little bit less. A little bit less. We're going to go a little bit easy on it this time, all right? We're going to go a little bit easy it. Yep, 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 yep,
0: yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, get uh, get it go easy on (laughs) it. I thought I would take this opportunity. (laughs) Oh, no, when he says that, oh, gosh, oh, no, watch out. I know, I know, I know. I thought I would take this opportunity to... This is, by the way, the same... uh, this, This episode right now is coming out after the ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity... There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff about Usu about flowing through. I feel that this is the perfect medium for me to do it, in addition to all the other madcap mayhem. So right now, uh, so yeah, I started actually this episode before I did that one, and uh, the boomerang sequence grew out of me reading from the idea book. It struck. Yeah. I, I I I kept seeing so many examples of Usu in, in all these in all these idea books. Going, Kurt. Now 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 now. Calling me back to the mirror. You 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 we 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 you we. interesting when you think about it. So, welcome to Usu University. I am Professor CEC. Some call me Kaleidoscopic Jesus. Uh, This is a name of a character named George Clowington. Clownington. George Clownington. And he's Oh, oh, this is cool. Okay, so his name is George Clownington, and he dresses up as a character called Clownerham Lincoln. Clownerham Lincoln. I'm imagining part... Uh, oh, boy. Maybe a prosthetic. Ooh, I haven't... Wow, now this is a great idea. A clown pig. We do prosthetic, or even a mask, just a, a pig mask, but I'd like to see it move, you know, like Planet Planets of the Apes styles, where it's like... Uh, Clownerham Lincoln. George Clownington. So maybe he's. So, okay, so by day he's a clown. And then he hires himself out for children's parties as Clowner, Clowner Ham Lincoln. That's cool. That'd be a great story. This reminds me of my buddy uh, Jason McNeil, who's out there. He's doing these things called Hilarity Grams. Check out hilaritygrams. Hilarity Grams H I L A R I T Y. G-R-A-M. Hilarity Graham. His name is Jason McNeil. M-C-N-E-I-L. He and I were in improv groups. Oh, man. Just a great improv artist. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Ah, oh, man. We'd improvise all the time. He and Mike Sody and I. Phil Donlin. Yeah, holy cow. You know, it's interesting because I've there There's this article about Phil. Ah, it's a magazine. I'll, uh, you know, what? right now is a perfect time. Now is a perfect time to look for it, huh? Oh, it's on... Uh... There we go. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, it's called... Oh, gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. I realized I put it in... uh, What do they call it? What do the kids call it these days? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Airplane mode. That's right. That's right. Headed in airplane mode.
0: Let's go. Let's go.
1: Let's go. So... Some magazine interviewed him, and he has here the PDF. I'm going to read this out, because I think this is so kick-ass. I don't know if you heard me mention this before on the podcast. Um, The first play I ever was in was called Golden Boy, and I played the part of Joe Bonaparte. And my theater teacher... Charles Berglund at the time would tell me, he's like, you're really good. Okay, so it's uh, in the magazine called Felix? Felix. Felix Magazine. What I find interesting in this is that he mentions... Mentions Golden Boy in here, so he and I would cause a lot of hijinks and stuff. I think I told you before that he and I and uh, our buddy who went to West Point uh, ended ended up going to West Point. Um, you'd go around in these downtown areas, Glen Ellen, Naperville.
0: <laughs>
1: We're back, Wowzers. Uh, I'm so glad that Anchor added that option, that it still saves what you were saying. Oh, wow. That is a good option. That was good. A call came through. I had to send it on uh, to something else. But I just want to say, in this article, it's really cool. So, uh, okay, so he and I, we dared each other to be in the play. And uh, our theater teacher was telling us, you guys got to audition. So we ended up getting cast as best friends in the play. Uh, I played... Joe Bonaparte, he played Eddie Fuselli, and this is what he has to say about it in here. He goes, a fr- uh, oh, it says, A friend of his at Glombard North dared him to audition for one of the school plays. He tried out for the role of Eddie Fuselli in Clifford Odette's drama Golden Boy. I treated the audition as a complete joke. The head of the drama department, who became a very good friend of mine in later years, was like, okay, you're trying to treat this as a joke. I'm going to cast you. Uh... Though he'd never before performed on stage, Donilon was awarded the role. Surprised at feeling at home upon that stage, he realized that he never really felt this kind of connection with his athlete sports heroes. Baseball got left behind. It excited me. Even though I began by treating it as a joke, it was the greatest rush I had ever felt. My dad wasn't a fan of me performing on stage, so this was something that just came out of nowhere. So it's really cool that he, he mentions this. Uh, it's neat because when you can attribute things to, uh, uh, certain aspects of your life, you know, certain things that really helped you get to where you're at and you, and you call attention to those and go, you know what, this was, this is one of the helpful building blocks between making, you know, um, getting me here to where I am now that, that was the first boost of like, you can do this thing. And Hey, isn't that a surprise? So you're like, Holy cow <clears throat> flies forward. He's always been a go-getter he started the Gilead Theater Department. He put on uh, Ballman Gilead*. He and his he, he and his crew. He had his own radio show uh, at Roosevelt University. I was on it a couple of times, and uh, it was funny because in high school, Phil and I had always dreamed about the idea of having our own pirate radio show, and um, and then I and then I ended up getting into having a a a, a volunteer job at K Chung oh so back back in high school so we were, we 're were inspired by pump up the volume, and we 're trying to clear up my mom and dad 's garden shed to try to make you know figure out okay how do we make our own pirate radio station and He would call up radio shows and he'd go, "Hey, by the way, what does a person need in order to make their own radio show and they go, "You need a transmitter? What are you trying to do? Pull up, pump up the volume and then he 'd just hang up the phone." And so we were trying to, he was, he was doing a great job doing his due diligence and finding, finding research on this. And we were trying to be as covert as possible. Um, eventually we, we didn't, you know, we didn't end up doing it. But the crazy thing was that planted something in his brain. And, uh, years later when he went to Roosevelt university, he ended up doing his own radio show. I was on there and then I ended up doing K Chung. And so then I was able to have him on the show. And of course he'll be on this podcast as well too. So it's so much fun when you, when you see, you know, when you surround yourself with go-getters and you see them, you know, following their passions, their dreams, doing great, it, it inspires you to really bring out these aspects of yourself. Um, so he's in a movie called High and Outside and uh, he got to meet some of his baseball heroes because he originally was going to be a baseball player. So it's just so kick-ass. Oh, by the way, I just got an email recently from Emily, our friend Emily Morganti who sent me uh, the steam keys to play to play Thimbleweed Park. She gave me the review copy. I reviewed it. I reviewed it. I got a review. It's on Mixcloud. I'll do another review of that sometime. A real crispy one. Dedicated all to uh, Thimbleweed Park. and make it really good. After that, she gave me the keys to Unforeseen Incidents, which was another uh, one of those great point-and-click adventure games. And uh, uh, now, she recently gave me an, an, an email about a couple of other games to review. So... I, this is just so exciting. I get to I get to um, uh, um, indulge in that in that that youthful that youth that that aspect of me, growing up as a kid with my brother, and we would just play our heart out on these Lucasfilm games. Oh my! God, they were just so exciting. Zach McCracken, Maniac Mansion. We had to combine our brains together to figure out this stuff. And I got to say, playing... Uh, so, okay, so those guys got together and they made uh, Thimbleweed Park. Very pixelated. It's so good. It harkens back to the 80s. It takes place in the 80s. So good. And um, it just wasn't the same to play it without my brother there to to, to bounce ideas off of. And uh, And it was so cool because... Because I had this review copy, you know, like a full month before I was even allowed to release the review and before it even hit the shelves uh, because they put what they call an embargo on it. So you you can't you know, it's like, okay, you're only allowed to start talking about it at this point. So I made sure my podcast was the very first review. And I'm like, you know, as soon as 12, 12 o'clock hit, as soon as midnight hit, I'm like, all right, bam. And you know, and I, I go first review first, you know, very first temple weed park review. (laughs) Oh man. It was just so much fun. It was just such a funny thing just to be a brat. All right, here, first one. And, uh, then she sent me unforeseen incidents i did i have a podcast about that that's enveloped within a podcast so i need to give that its own spotlight too uh the reviews are 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 i mean you know glimmering uh glossy sparkly complimentary everything you'd want to hear about uh every any good thing you'd want to hear about a product that you 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 create I attempted to cover all the bases, however, as things evolve, you know, you then realize, oh, there are other bases here, there are other bases here, because you can wrap your mind around that first world, so to speak, that was kind of built in your brain. Mmm. That ozonated water is so delicious. So delicious, I have just got to tell you. So, I will be uh, uh, reviewing some new video games, coming up, coming to you live. You never know, folks. You never know until you just start. This podcast, this podcast grew out of, I might have told you about this. It grew out of um, a Christmas gift that I made for, I think, I, I think there were like, what was it, 11 people or 12. But I had no money for Christmas. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to put together an activity book for my friends and family. And uh, the activity book was basically a... a uh, the activity book was put into a blue folder, and that blue folder had, in the middle of it, down the spine, th- almost like three-ring binder uh, clasp, Clasp things. Three-ring binder clasp things. That's the best way I will, I will, in fact, describe it from here on out. From here on out, that is the best way I will describe it. I will describe it. So it had like those clasps, clasps, in the middle there and uh should you want to should i want to and i did <laughs> should you want to should i want to and i did utilize that to my best advantage so what i did was i took together some of my pros my pros my cons my synonyms my antonyms yeah, yeah my adjectives my verbs and my nouns it's my right it's my noun Hey, it's my noun. Get away from that. That. Hey, get away from my noun. Don't get your verbs near me. Don't get me sick with your verbs. Oh, that's good. Someone who talks about that—they're just—it's such a general thing. But you know what they're saying? Oh, get those verbs out of here. Get those verbs out of here. I might start saying that, right? Great adjectives. Boy, that prepositional phrase. <laughs> that prepositional phrase ended in why. That's quite a limerick. That could be another response. Oh, that's quite a limerick. Now that's the most dynamic haiku I've heard in years. That's another thing you can say. If you just don't agree with anyone, you don't really want to have an opinion, so to speak. <laughs> you just... Oh, man. Wow. Now that phrase, that sure does remind me of of, uh, of grape-flavored Bubblicious. So I decided I was gonna make this this uh this book of pro uh prose haikus an activity book and write and draw particular things but without a head or without an arm without legs or something and uh say okay it's up to you go ahead now there was uh, velcro for each of these flaps and in those there was there were these like little party favors there was kazoos there was eye patches. There were pens, there were little tiny pads, uh, 3D glasses, perhaps, fake mustaches. And in it, throughout the book, it gave people ideas as to what to do with these items. So it was an activity book. It was something to it was something to get you out of your normal habits. You know, just break you out of it. And so this is something I like to do is incorporate a worksheet with this podcast. That would be fun. If on the website I can put a, uh, the worksheet. Ooh, maybe I'll put them in each episode. Wouldn't that be fun? Like a bit.ly kind of thing. Yeah, bit.ly. Bam. Fill out the worksheet. Fill out... Oh, would you like to contribute? Uh, Fill out the application. (laughs) And the application is just all of the questions that you would ever hope that someone would ask. All the good ones. So, for this Inspirato Projecto, this activity booklet, here I'm going to read to you. This is what it started as. So I'm going to read to you one of the poems in here. This is... uh, So my buddy... Sebastian Holly and I, he thought this would be a great idea if you have this thing called Theater Abstracto. And so I call this Scene 2 of Theater Abstracto. And it's called What Children Fill Their Minds With. Three people on stage. Two are facing each other. One on stage left, the second on stage right. Sitting in chairs, eating chips, or some other type of loud, crunching food. Their words are nearly inaudible through the crunching. Third person is standing in the middle upstage of them translating to the audience. One. Looks at audience when saying this. Words, 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 words. Words, words, words. words. Looks back at two and eats a handful of chips. Three. I have eight children, all of which are blind. Two. Something 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 eats a handful of chips. Three. That's what happens when you stare too long at the sun. One. Words. Words, 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 words. 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 Three. But I never knew octuplets would have such a fascination with the sun. Simply amazing. Two. Something, something. Three. Do they still move fast in the water? One. Words. Words, 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 words. Words, words. Three. Oh, yes, very fast. They only lose their sight. They still have their tentacles, of course. Two. Something. Something. Something, 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 something. Three. Oh, that's a wonderful news for a moment there. I was quite frightened. One. Words, words. Words. Three. Speaking of frightened, I'm frightened of a certain thing. Two. Something, something, something. Three. The dark? Don't worry. Everyone is afraid of the dark. One. Words, 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 words. Three. Well, yes, the dark too, but the the certain thing has to do with my octuplets. Two. Something, 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 something. Three. That they're going to suffocate you while you're sleeping? Don't worry. Everyone is afraid their children will suffocate them while they're sleeping. One. Words, 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 words. Three. They've already tried it. After the third time, I had to build a steel cage around our bed. But there's also a certain thing else. Two. Something, something! Three. Out with it, man! One. Words, 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 words. Three. The octuplets have been reading books and seeing movies about hostage takeovers. Two, something, something, something. Three, and you're frightened by this? They're blind. One, words, 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 words. Three, but they're wise. They're so wise. I'm telling you, man. Plus, those tentacles, who knows what they're up to right this moment? Who or what? Are they wreaking Havoc upon. Two. Something. Three. There's nothing to worry about. A fourth person enters from stage left, dressed as a mailman. This, 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 that, this, that, this, that, this. This, that, 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 that. Three. There is madness in the city. The octuplets are attacking the city and are holding people <laughs> hostage. Also... Here's your mail. Hands mail to one and two. One looks at audience. Words, words, words. Three. The mailman always delivers the bad news. Two and three turn to look at audience. End of scene.